So any way I tell you to keep some kind of balance on your credit card is if you are trying to stimulate your score. If you're not trying to stimulate your score, then pay your balance off. I don't keep balances unless I'm trying to do something to stimulate my score. But paying your balance off can also drop your score. Okay, because they like to have some type of balance on there to stimulate your score. And so that's the reason why. But I don't recommend having a balance if there's nothing that you need to do. If you're not trying to stimulate your credit score. Yeah, it's CC, CEO. Want to change your life? Come see me. Yo, I'm a. What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Constance Carter. I'm a little bit later than I normally am because the technical difficulties, but I ain't even gonna let it stop me. I want to get right down to it because let me tell you something. My 17 year old son came into the house today. <laughs> I've been like grinding. I've been working and I'm working on a lot of things um, to roll out for the new year. Um, just so many things that I have that I really want to help um, you to help you to be able to build wealth, give you the tools that you need in order to grow your money and not blow your money. And I just been grinding. So I haven't even been talking. My voice is a little raspy right now, but my son came in here and he said, <laughs> he just came in here and looked at me. He looked at me and I was like, yes. He said, you know, if you was in the 1950s and a man came home and his dinner wasn't cooked, then you would be getting beat. So my 17-year-old son, so I'm like, bro, who raised you? So anyway, he just came from basketball practice. He's hungry. I just threw some chicken in the oven. And I want to talk to you really quick before uh, I finish cooking this dinner before I get beat up by my kids. Um but anyway, um, I'm your girl, Constance Carter. And so I was just trying to think about what can I give you to add value to your life? As we go into the new year, uh, we always want to do new things. And we want I want to make sure that we're shifting your mindset to give you the tools that you can to grow in whatever way possible. OK, so credit is a huge piece of the wealth building po- process, because in order to uh, use OPM, other people's money, you have to have what good credit. You can't, you can't use other people's money. Ain't nobody going to lend you no money if your credit's jacked up, period. And I talked the other night about a Navy credit union. It's so funny. I want you guys to go, go. This is what I want y'all to do. Cause I posted a couple of things on my, on my uh, YouTube page and um, on YouTube, the trolls be on me, boy, the trolls be on me. So I did a couple of shorts the other day on YouTube. And I think one of my shorts was about, um, oh, about. I just took a clip from when I, you know, go live about how these banks have been discriminating against African-Americans and they have been getting fined. And the Donald Trump trolls been on my ass. They've been, you know, they, they've been, they, they've been, they've been on me. And then today I was talking about Elon Musk. I don't know if you guys saw in, um, in, uh, in, on black enterprise and it's been, it's been kind of on social media, but I did a little, uh, a little short, a little reel about it. Uh, Elon Musk said that he wanted D, uh, diversity and inclusion to go away. He wanted to kill diversity and inclusion. And it just so happened that I read that article when I was at the charging station in my Tesla. And it just so happened that I was actually in, thinking this morning, oh, cause I lease, I lease all my cars. I've been, le- I, I've, I own a Range Rover, but I lease my other cars for business. And so, um, I was thinking, um, you know, my lease is up next month. What kind of car am I going to get? Am I going to get another Tesla? Cause I kind of like the, the whole idea of driving electric vehicles. And, um, and then that, that came up and I said, absolutely not. I will absolutely not be, um, supporting Elon Musk. 
um, for you to say that you do not support diversity inclusion or you want to kill it means that you want to kill um, our ability or um, a minority person's ability to have access um, to equal opportunities. And that's the reason why diversity inclusion um, strategies are in place is to help us to be able to gain access because we are shut out of the workforce. And so, no, I will no longer be buying a, a Tesla and I will no longer be um, investing in Tesla stock. And I have both. And so I'm going to be selling my Tesla stock and I will not be uh, leasing, nor will I purchase a Tesla. And I advise you to do the same thing. You support people who support you. They, uh, Elon Musk obviously does not support you. Um, he does not support not only African-Americans, but he doesn't support women. He doesn't support diversity. And, um, so I would definitely take my money because let me tell you something, people, they don't understand. Just like when the Montgomery boycotts happened, we was marching and we was holding hands and we was doing sh shut-ins and all that stuff. But it wasn't until we stopped um, using a public transportation, we took the, the dollar out of their businesses is when they started to pay attention. The only thing that springs action is money, monetary. So when you start to take your money out of different places, and when you stop spending your money with businesses, then they your silence speaks volumes. And so for this man to say that he doesn't support diversity and inclusion means he does not support you. And if he doesn't support you, you do not put another dime in that motherfucker's pocket. Okay. So, uh, but take a look at my YouTube page at CC the CEO, because them trolls is on me. They on me. They on me. They only come to YouTube for some reason. Only I think because they're anonymous because they don't be on my uh, Instagram and my Facebook, but make sure that you are subscribing to the Fly Nubian Queen. I want you to share this information out to everybody that you know because they need this information. I'm going to I'm going to put you up on some game because I want you to get your credit right. I want to be able to show you how to grow your money and not blow your money. So, I'm just going to show you a couple of little tips on um on credit karma because I think that they can really 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 help you um you know uh increase your uh reduce your debt, increase your income, increase your bottom line and and therefore increase your credit, get you prepared because guess what? The feds have announced that they will do two or three rate cuts next year. What does that mean? Us that have been sitting on the sidelines, whether yeah, purchasing, purchasing a property because their interest rates is high. The interest rates is high as shit. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So I'm I'm purchasing another property, right? So I have some investment properties, but I'm purchasing a primary property for me. I just moved to the DMV, and so I'm looking at another property to purchase. Uh, and so my budget was, was one thing, right? My budget was one thing, but when I, um, when I looked at the interest rates and the payment, my budget went down significantly because the interest rates are so high. So for me, I'm self-employed. So I'm doing what's called a bank statement loan. The bank statement loan interest rates are so much higher than a regular interest rate. Regular interest rates, maybe six, 7%. A bank statement loan is 10% interest rate, right? Because I'm using my bank statements to qualify. I'm not using my full documentation. So my, my, um, my budget is actually $600,000 less than it was before because the interest rates is so high. So I am looking forward to the rates coming down significantly uh, because the rates do affect. So get your, we need to, and, and my credit is 780, something like that. So it's not an issue of the credit. It's the issue of the interest, interest rates being as high as it is. And I'm getting a non-traditional loan. So therefore my interest rates are super high. Um, but what I want for you to do is I want to make sure that you are in position so that you can start investing because the way to close a wealth gap, real estate being the number one way to build wealth, generational wealth. 
So there's things that we can do. So let me pull up Credit Karma. I got my son's Credit Karma up. Uh, my son Duders, because he he has a limited amount of like bills and stuff. So I just wanted to go and use his account to kind of show you um, some of the tools. So if you go to Credit Karma, if you go to Credit Karma, there is on Credit Karma, there is a um, there in the tab, there is a tools. I want you to go to tools. Okay. So go to tools in Credit Karma. Oh, shoot. I hope it don't make me. All right. Cool. Looks like I timed out of his account. So this is uh, all right. All right. So my son. He's 19 years old. He has a 709 credit score. But let me tell you why his credit score dropped 45 points because it's credit. So you guys do know that revolving credit um, is 30% of your credit pie. So his credit, um, it looks like his credit card balance, I was looking at that, his credit card balance has increased significantly. And so it dropped his score 45 points. Um, but if you go to tools, so you go to loans, go to tools. All right. So when you get off here, I want you to go into tools and I want you to look into um, credit karma tools. Now, there's a few tools that I think are extremely important. OK, so let's simulate your debt payoff. Go in here and simulate your debt payoff. And this is the debt repayment calculator. Yo, this one right here. This is this is going to blow your mind. Let me show you. Let me tell you why it's going to blow your mind. Let me make sure y'all can see. Okay, y'all can see this. This is about to blow your mind because you are going to see how just moving the needle just a little bit, how it affects your the interest that you pay. So this is your debt repayment. This is your credit card, okay? So let's say you have a $1,000 credit card. We're going to put $1,000 in here. The average interest rate is 24.99%, Okay. So if we say we're going to pay, average is about what, $25 per month. We're going to pay $25 a month. We owe $1,000. The interest rate is 24.99%. And we click calculate. It's going to take 87 months to pay this off. 87 months. How, how long is 87 months? That's seven years, right? So you only borrowed $1,000, but you're going to pay $1,100 in interest on a thousand dollar credit card you're going to pay a thousand dollars plus you're going to pay eleven hundred dollars if you pay the minimum payment on that credit card but look how moving the needle the needle just a little bit by paying an additional twenty five dollars so now you're going to pay fifty dollars on that credit card look at that fifty dollars an extra twenty five dollars look what that did it took you down to 27 months. So it took you down to a little bit over two years. So you just went from like, what What was that? 87 months. So that's like seven years down to two years. And you're only paying $317 in interest. Is that crazy or what? Now, if you change it, you say, okay, look, I got this thousand dollar credit card and I want to try to pay it off in say six months. Your payment's only going to be $74 if you decide you want to pay it off in six months. Your, I'm sorry. Your payment's only going to be $179, not $74. Your payment's only going to be $179 for six months. It'll be paid off and you're only going to pay $74 in interest. But say you want to pay it off in 12 months. Your payment's only going to be $95. You're going to pay $1,000 plus $140 in interest. But let's go back to this. 
I'm only paying $25 a month. It $1,100 in interest. So what's the lesson in here, boys and girls? The lesson in here is to pay more than the minimum. Let me tell you why also paying more than the minimum is important. Because when you're getting a Fannie Mae loan, when you're getting a conventional loan and they see that you're only paying the minimum, when they go do a desktop underwriting approval, now that's an electronic um, uh, system that they just use algorithms in order to approve you. It's an automated um, approval system. So this, it's, through, it's a Fannie Mae automated approval system. If you've only paid the minimum payment on your credit cards, the likelihood is they it will not it will not uh, approve you for a loan. And this is an automatic or automated approval process. So they're looking at your repayment history. And yeah, at least you're paying on time, but you're just paying the minimum. So even paying $10 more, $20 more, $30 more is going to help you pay off or, or excuse me, get approved. But it's also going to help you save in a hell of debt. Okay. Now keep in mind, this is what I want you to understand about Credit Karma. And if you get my bookkeeping score, I don't have it up here. My bookkeeping score, I want to tell you right now, my bookkeeping score, which is a bestseller, which has helped thousands upon thousands. Of, some of you have happened upon me through my bookkeeping score. It's on Amazon right now for, for $5, excuse me. It's normally $14.95, $5. That one and the secret to breaking the bro code are $5 each. Get them as stocking stuffers for your family. Give the gift of good credit to your people. Now, what I talk about in my book is that credit karma is not a, do not look at credit karma as a true credit score. It is not a true credit score. I call it a FACO score. It is not a FICO score. It's they use the Vantage credit scoring model in order to give you a score. So my son's score being seven something, 720, it might even be even higher or it may be lower. It just all depends because they use the Vantage credit score scoring model. So that's not what lenders use. In fact, Experian got sued a few years ago because they were advertising that what they that they put on their credit, uh, or excuse me, what they put on their website is the credit score that lenders use. And in actuality, it's not. Lenders don't use Vantage credit, the Vantage credit scoring model. They use FICO. So don't ever look at Credit Karma as the true test the litmus test when you're looking at getting finance for home, because that is not the correct credit score. So it's, it's, it, it may not even be close. So I want you to understand that, but I love credit karma and I love its tools because the credit, the, the tools will help you get your credit score up and the tools, um, you know, it, the uh, credit karma gives you a good measure of what's going on with your credit. Is it going up? Is it going down? But it's not a true FICO score. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Somebody said they love my book. My books, people said my book has saved a life. Somebody said that on the, on the, uh, on the uh, reviews. So let me, let's go back. I want to show you some more of these. Um, I want to show you some more of these tools. All right. All right. So that was that tool. So that was a credit card calculator. Let's go back to the calculators. Let's go back to the calculators. So Let's go to mortgage calculator. If you ever wanted to figure out your mortgage payment, let's do that here. So here's the amortization calculator. Now, how does this work? It tells you how much you're going to actually pay in interest. Now, this might get you a little upset, you guys. This may get you a little upset because um, the at, when, you, when you figure out how much you're paying in interest, you might get a little sick to your stomach. 
because if you bought it, I ain't gonna say I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the amortization calculator speak for itself. So say the house you bought is five hundred thousand dollars, and you're paying over thirty years. Interest rate right now say seven percent. Okay, you bought that house for five hundred thousand. Your monthly your estimated monthly payment is about thirty three hundred. But look. You're going to pay $697,000 in interest over the life of the loan. That's in addition to the $500,000. So you're totally going to pay. So you're so they're letting you borrow $500,000. But if you pay it off over 30 years, you're going to end up paying a $1.1 million, almost $1.2 million for that house in interest. Yikes. And so then it breaks down all the payments that you're making. So the first several years of your mortgage, you're not really even paying into principal. So even though your payment is 3,300, only $400 is going to principal. It's a nice little racket that they got there, right? It ain't nothing you can do about it unless you pay in cash for it. This is how they have it set up because they know that you're going to end up, most people are not going to end up having that same loan for 30 years. So they getting their money off top. Do you see? So you bought this house for 500,000 and you're going to end up paying almost $1.2 million in total principal and interest for that home. So you pay over double. Yeah, it's a nice little racket. What y'all think of that? Um, somebody said, does the interest go down? Does the interest go down if you put a down payment? Um, Yes and no. So this is just the amortization calculator. And, I, and I'll show you what the interest, I'll show you, I'm going to show you another calculator that talks where, where I would put a, a down payment down. Uh, but the interest, yes, the more you put down, it does affect your interest, not necessarily significantly though. Um, and that's what you need to understand. So um, in this market, putting down, and I, and I talked about this in one of my reels a couple of last week, maybe um, putting down, say the rule of thumb before was putting down an extra $10,000 only affects your payment, maybe by $50. It's even less now because of the interest rates being what they are. That was when the interest rates were four and 5%. Now it probably even affects, it probably only takes it down like maybe $30. Um, you can buy down the rate though. So if you buy down the rate, it could be costly, Right. So when I looked at buying down my rate on that 10 percent um, interest rate loan, I was looking at buying it down to like eight percent. That was going to cost me thirty thousand dollars. I think it was around uh, four points, four percentage points or something like that to buy it down to um, to eight percent. And the payment was only going to I was only so that thirty thousand dollars was going to save me like a thousand dollars on my payment. So I had to decide, OK, do I want to pay that extra thousand dollars or do I want to save? 30,000. Well, if I'm not going to keep the loan for the life of the loan, then why would I pay? Why would I take my hard-earned money and pay $30,000 to save $1,000, especially if I'm only going to keep the loan, hopefully, until the, the rates go down, maybe six months, maybe 12 months. So you got to look at that and see if that's the best use of your money. For me, that wouldn't have been the best use of my money. May as well as keep my money and just pay the pay it out of pocket, right? So um, if you put money down, it does affect your rate. Yes, absolutely. Um, was there another question? Interest rates does not go down. Interest is fixed. Payment goes down and term goes down. Okay. I'm reading your bookkeeping score and it's worth every dollar. Thank you. I'm almost done reading already in one day. The tools you shared are easy to apply. The knowledge you've given is power. Thank you, Cherish. I appreciate that. 
Um, so let me go back to Lisa. Interest does not go down. Interest is fixed. Payment goes down and terms go down. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Thank you. Um, so let me go back to the interest. So the mortgage calculator. So let's go back to calculators. Let's go back to mortgage calculators. All right. And, um, let's do the cost of living calculator. I, oh, you know what? No, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to the cost of living calculator. Let's go to the auto calculator. All right. So let's go to the auto loan calculator. All right. So the, the, the car we're going to get is $50,000. Now you do know you don't have to put any money down on a, on a car, but let's say you put $2,500 down on a car. Okay. And we, we don't have a trade in so that now the car loan amount is 47,500 rate. The car loan rates are like 9%. I think right now, excuse me, 60 months interest rates are like 9%. Okay. So your payment is $986. And on that $50,000 car, 11,000 will be going towards interest. Okay. But say you put zero money down. So let's compare 11,000 going towards interest, which you put $2,500 down. You put $0 down. I said zero. Okay. Let's say $100. You have uh, $12,000 going towards your interest. Okay. So in your, and your payment, what was the payment difference? It was a hundred, was it a hundred dollar difference? 986 compared to 1035. So that was about $50 difference. So you putting down $2,500 was a $50 difference on your payment. Is it worth it to you? A lot of times you don't have to put any money down. Um, in fact, I would not put money down on a car. Um, I just don't do it because it doesn't make much of a difference. And actually they do it from what I understand as a bonus to the car salesman and not necessarily uh, most is not necessarily getting applied to your loan. So I don't put any money down on uh, on cars when I, whenever I'm purchasing cars. That's the benefit also of having good credit, because when you don't have good credit, then you have to put money down on the car. Right. Let's go to another calculator. So let's go to um, an FHA. Oh, let's go. To, you know what? Let me go. to the, Let's go to the simple interest calculator. Um, this is simple interest, a loan, a loan calculator with simple interest. A simple interest is going to be like a personal loan or maybe a car loan or something like that. So say you got a $5,000 loan, the interest rates on a, on typically on these are somewhere around 20%. And these are like 24 months. Say your credit score is between 700 and 749. Your payment is going to be about $254. But on a $5,000 loan, you're going to pay $1,100 in interest, okay? You guys get it. So I want, I'm, I'm going to let you guys play with it. I'm, so let me tell you why this is important. I'm going to let you guys go. So make sure you go to Credit Karma, okay? And then go to Personal Loan or Loans and then go to Tools. And then you can play with these calculators. They're very important. They're very important because they're going to help you minimize unnecessary interest that you are paying in these loans. I don't want you paying interest that you don't need to pay interest. That so just like I said, your revolving debt 
which is your credit card debt, that's 30% of your credit picture, 30% of your credit pie. Okay. So that being what it is, you do not want to be paying an extra interest. That's the thing that's going to, that's the quickest thing, that's quickest way that's going to make your credit go up. Oh, they also have simulators. Let me go back in here. They do have simulators, credit score simulators as well. And, um, I want you to do that too, because that's going to tell you how much you're going to raise your score. Now, remember what I said about, um, this being, this not being, um, so where's your simulator? Okay. Sim sim okay. This not being, um, a FICO score. This is a Vantage score, but it does give you an idea of how the movement of your credit. And that's the only reason why I like looking at credit karma. So again, this is my son's, um, credit karma. And the reason why I'm using this because he, he just has some student loans on here and I think, oh, and a credit card. So here's how to simulate his, his credit score very quickly. Uh, credit card, credit score simulator. So you go into the, you go back into the tools and you go to the credit score simulator. Okay. Um, how I use my car. So decrease my balance. So he has, if he dec decreases his balance, by $470, what's going to happen to a score? His score is going to go up about 10 points. Again, the score is not necessarily accurate, but the movement is sort of accurate. Okay. So this is how you can really, yeah. So paying, so this is how you can really, um, identify things that you can do. So say you have multiple credit cards, Say you have multiple credit cards. You can use that simulator to get an idea of what you need to do in order to stimulate your score. Okay. So this goes to the, so I have actually a credit simulator. I own a mortgage company within our, our tools, our tool bag. We're able, we have a real true uh, credit, credit score simulator that tells you exactly what's going to happen if you do these exact things. And a lot of times paying to zero will drop your score or it will not move your score. So you really want to keep your score. The sweet spot is somewhere between 30%, no more than 50%, but 30% is that sweet spot. The only reason, the only way I tell you to keep any balance, because I don't want you paying unnecessary, in, unnecessary interest, okay? So the only way I tell you to keep some kind of balance on your credit score, on your credit card, is if you are trying to stimulate your score. If you're not trying to stimulate your score, then pay your balance off. I don't keep balances unless I'm trying to do something to stimulate my score, but paying your balance off can also drop your score. Okay. Because they like to have some type of balance on there to stimulate your score. And so that's the reason why, but I don't recommend having a balance if there's nothing that you need to do. If you're not trying to stimulate your credit score. Um, so using that tool right there can actually help to kind of get an idea of what you can do, little things you can do here and there to stimulate your score. Okay. If, do I pay off this? Do I apply for a new card? Do I get a, a car loan? Do I get another credit card? What should I do in order to boost my score? How can I stimulate my score? That credit simulator from credit karma can really help you. Okay. Um, Khalid said, can you explain why you don't need to honestly, most car lots, if you have good credit, see, they're going to listen, let me tell you, let me, let me give you, let me give you some game on these, these, these car dealers. Okay. And, and one of my, uh, a good friend of mine used to be a car salesman. And he says, number one, always be willing to walk away. All right. Car, car salesman, 
they will work with you. So um, when I will go in to buy a car, um, I would be very clear on what I was looking for. And if they couldn't meet me, then I would leave. And nine times out of 10, they would call me either if they don't, if they don't try to chase me down as I'm leaving the, the, the car lot, they will call and say, oh, you know what, we're, we were able to make it happen. So they're going to figure out how they can make that deal happen for you because they are in the business of selling cars. But from my understanding is, and, and, and that's number one. Number two, you don't necessarily, they want you to put money down because from what I understand, and I've read this somewhere, that that money that goes down, that's more of a bonus to the car salesman or the uh, the lending manager. It, that doesn't, most of it, does not necessarily go towards your down payment. They get that. And it only it only really affects your, uh, it doesn't really affect the bottom line of the, the payment on your car. You see, minimally it affects, you know, maybe $25 or $50 a month on your on your uh your car payment. So why would I put $25 or $5,000 down on a car if I'm only going to be saving $50 or $100? It doesn't make sense. Let me save my $2,500. And I'm telling you, they will try to make you, force you to put money down. But if you refuse and you say, I'm not putting any money down, they will work with you. I, I Back in the day, maybe 20 years ago, before I knew the game, I put money down on the car. I don't put money down on the car no more. I never put money down on the car. So that's the reason why. Um, walk, Especially if, you know, if you, again, if you have good credit, you can go in there and and name what you want to do. Name your price. You could you can go in there and not have to put any money down. Don't go in there with a 580 credit score trying to refuse to not put no money down because that's not gonna work. Okay. Um let me see. Lisa said, always try to get a 15-year mortgage. I've done plenty of 15-year mortgages. They are um they're a little bit, uh, they're not harder to get, but the payments are significantly higher. I don't necessarily recommend getting a 15 year mortgage. I actually recommend getting a 30 year mortgage because it gives you, it takes the pressure off you. And if you can pay more towards the principal, then I would do that. So get it. So then let me show you why. Let me show you the difference between a 15 year mortgage and a 30 year mortgage. Let's, let's look at that. But thank you for that, uh, Lisa. But here's why I recommend getting a 30-year mortgage over a 15-year mortgage, because the payment is significantly different. So let me go back to the, let me go back to the, where was it? Oh, it was on loans, tools, and go to tools. And then go to, um, where's the calculator? Credit score, debt payoff, lowered calculators. All right. So let me go to calculators. Let's go to mortgage calculators and let's do a 15 year loan versus a 30 year loan. Okay. So let's do 500,000, 30 years. And, and then also the, okay. So let's do 8%. All right. So $500,000 loan, 30 years, 8% interest rate, your payment's going to be 3,600. If you had a 15-year loan, the payment's going to be $4,700. So that's $1,100 difference, right? So let's go to, if we were to pay more, and let me see if I can, well, on the calculator, payment, payment calculator. I know there's a mortgage payment calculator in here.
there's not a mortgage. Well, that wasn't simple interest. There's not a mortgage payment calculator, but here's what I would do. I wish I had, I, I wish I had that up. I would take that extra $1,100 and I will put it down on the principal because that would actually save you an extra probably 10, maybe even 15 years um, if you do that consistently every month. But if you have a month where it's a little bit harder to make that payment, then you have some retrieval. So that's the reason why I would do a 30 year over a 15 year is because it doesn't put that much pressure. Some people can't afford that extra, you know, $1,100 on the mortgage payment. So that's the reason why I would do that. But thank you for that. Um, again, like I said, I've, I've done 15 year loans. I've done 10 year loans. Um, it just depends on um, the person's appetite and their ability to, to repay the loan. Um, so thank you. Um Angela said, I go in with what I want my payments to be when I'm buying a car. Yep, you could do that too. The only thing about that though, Angela, is sometimes they could inflate the car price um, if you already say, you know, what you want. So in, in the art of negotiation, I always, so so there, there's a couple of things. So <laughs> when I was married, we used to do good cop, bad cop, right? So when we would go in, um, one of us would want it and one of us wouldn't want it. So then I would always be the bad cop. So I would be like, nope, 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 nope. And be willing to walk away. Um, and so you just, you, you just kind of, you have to have a poker face when you're going in there to buy cars. Right. Also you use the art of negotiation, even though, you know, Lisa, um, I'm sorry, Angela, I want my payment to be $300 a month. Okay. I know my, my top is $300. I'm going to start at $200, right? I'm going to start at $200. So then if you go up to that $300, they don't know that that's your, your top, top, top. And so they think, oh, and then they'll probably start, you know, at, at 400. I'm at 200. You're at 400. You know, my top, top, top is at 300, but that's the art of negotiation, the art of negotiation. Cause then they feel like they want something, but you know, you've won because you knew that you wanted to pay $300 anyway, but start a little bit lower because then they'll work harder to get you towards that $200. Does that make sense? Um, chair says she turned in her stock too. good F Elon Musk. So, um, so that is what, I wanted to share with you tonight. I didn't want to be on before you very long because I, I got on here really late, but I wanted to share that with you. And also listen, you guys, two things I want to share with you for black women, black women, black women. I have the net seven collective and we are starting that, um, our, our cohort up in February. Um, we just ended, uh, the last cohort of the sec the last day of the, the second cohort. And it was absolutely amazing. Um, I just want to show you a quick testimonial for creating the net seven collective. I am so grateful to be a part of this group. These women are so amazing, but what you've created is not only helping me to grow as a person, but honey, it's helping me to grow my money. You have been bringing on these amazing speakers that we can learn from. We learn from each other and it gives us the motivation that we need to be better. I just want to say thank you. If it was not for you, I don't think that my money would be where it is today. It is because of you. So keep doing what you're doing. Keep shining and keep impacting the women that you impact. 
So that is the that's the Net Seven Collective. Uh, we are starting the the third cohort um, after the holidays. If you would like to schedule an interview, I don't accept everyone for this cohort. This is something that I'm doing to help 100 Black women um, in 2024. We're halfway there. Um, the cohort has been absolutely amazing. Um, so if you are interested, go to bookwithconstance.com and be a part of this elite group of women that are breaking barriers. They are um, investing. They they are getting government contracts. They have um, started podcasts. They are motivational speakers. They have started businesses. They have gotten their business funded. They have scaled their business. So all of those things that they're doing, um, if you want to be a part of it, go to bookwithconstance.com. Also, just came out with the Grow Your Money Club, the gym membership. So for those of you who, and this is for everybody, men, women, girls, boys, black, white, red, blue, purple. If you want to learn how to grow your money and not blow your money, I have the Grow Your Money Club. What I do in this club is I provide you with all $4,500 worth of training for only $47 a month, y'all. And I'm giving you a new training every month. And for the VIP, for the people who want to be a part of the, v the elite VIP club, you get all the trainings, plus you get the masterminds, plus you get the private Q and A's, plus you get the private group and networking, plus you get 50% off all of our, our live and in-person trainings. It's absolutely amazing. So if you're interested in this, go to growyourmoney.club. And I would love to have you be a part of the community. Um, but thank you. I'm going to go and cook these boys something to eat before they 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 beat my ass, okay? <laughs> you guys take care and God bless. And I enjoyed spending time with you tonight. Um, share this information out to everybody you know. And make sure you follow me. And I am Constance Carter on Facebook and on Instagram. And subscribe to the Fly Nubian Queen. Subscribe to CC the CEO on YouTube. I appreciate you. And I love you for real. I really do in real life.